Gamarjabad from BA. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 24th of November 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Let's kick this week off with a major sports event. The Georgian national rugby team defeated Wales 13-12 on Saturday the 19th. The historic match was held at the Principality Stadium in Cardiff. If this score doesn't sound too impressive, just keep in mind that Georgian's victory over a Tier 1 squad in an away game was one of the greatest upsets in international rugby union history. While Georgia widely celebrated the big win because of Saturday's loss, Wayne Pivak became the first Wales coach to suffer home defeats by Georgia and Italy. Moving on, on Monday the 21st, the NATO Assembly adopted a resolution urging members of the governments and the parliaments of the alliance to increase the support of vulnerable partners, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Georgia, and Moldova. In the resolution titled Fit for Purpose in the New Strategic Era, the Assembly reaffirmed its steadfast support for the national sovereignty and territorial integrity of Ukraine, as well as Georgia and Moldova. Speaking of NATO, on Tuesday the 22nd, Georgian Prime Minister laid the foundation for the construction of a new NATO standard base for the country's special operation forces in an event marking the 23rd anniversary of their establishment. The 70 million lari or 26 million dollar project includes the construction of 24 new buildings and the renovation of three other facilities. On Wednesday the 23rd, the Georgian National Tourism Administration released a promotional video called Tumari in the run-up to the International Tourism Burst Berlin or ITB 2023. ITB is the world's largest tourism exhibition set to feature Georgia as the guest country in the German capital. The Georgian National Tourism Administration said that they also created a marketing campaign which will run from spring 2023. The upcoming marketing campaign will involve a promotion of the country through the trade show itself and will showcase Georgia as a tourism destination. If you want to check out the promotional video, follow the link in the show notes. And now let's talk about the 23rd of November, a public holiday in the country. On Wednesday the 23rd, Orthodox Christians in Georgia celebrated St. George's Day, one of the most significant days in the country's religious calendar since the majority of the Georgian population is Orthodox Christian. A festive liturgy was held at churches across the country, including the Holy Trinity Cathedral in Tbilisi. Orthodox Christians celebrate St. George's Day twice a year, on the 6th of May and on the 23rd of November, according to the Julian calendar. The latter marks the day when St. George was tortured on the wheel. Unlike previous years, the festive liturgy was not led by Ilya II Catholicus Patriarch of all Georgia. However, the Patriarch appeared in the major spotlight due to his latest letter to the Russian Patriarch. On Wednesday the 23rd, Ilya congratulated Patriarch Kirill of Russia on his birthday. The letter was posted on the official website of the Russian Patriarch, and it read, Your Holiness, I congratulate you on your birthday. I wish you health and God's mercy in such a difficult time. I also wish you and your common efforts to restore justice and peace between Russia and Ukraine, between our states, as soon as possible. May God protect you and your congregation. Also on Wednesday, the 19th anniversary of the Rose Revolution was modestly celebrated. Rallies were planned in Tbilisi and Batumi by the United National Movement, or Natsevi, 
or by what's actually left of the party. The current chair of Natsevi, Nika Melia, announced the gathering days before the actual event. However, due to the disagreements between the members of the party, huge rallies turned out to be not so huge. For those out there who don't know what the Rose Revolution is, on the 23rd of November 2003, three weeks after the parliamentary elections, the Georgian opposition protested against the results and the president left his post. The resignation was preceded by four days of unprecedented street protests and the confrontation was bloodless. The demonstrators carried roses, so people started calling the protests the Rose Revolution. So this year, some activists and supporters of Natsevi gathered outside the Georgian Parliament building to mark the 19th anniversary of the Rose Revolution and demand the release of ex-president Mikhail Saakashvili. No leaders of Natsevi attended the rally except for some members. The rally organizers announced that the next gathering of support will be held on Sunday, the 27th of November. On the other side, the chairman of the Georgian Dream, or Agneva, didn't keep quiet about the disagreement between Natsevi members. He said, the weaker the United National Movement, the more peaceful and prosperous Georgia will be. The key to depolarization is the weakening of Natsevi. Facebook status updates were shared by opposition leaders and former active members of Natsevi. A post by the former Internal Affairs Minister read, November 23, 2003. We will win now, just like we did then. The following statement raised some questions about whether he is planning to return to politics. On that note about the opposition, on Monday the 21st, Jam News shared a very in-depth analysis of the current pre-election situation. The article titled What is Wrong with the Georgian Opposition, penned by Tamta Janast, gives a detailed overview about the ongoing disagreement within the opposition parties and potential plans for the upcoming elections in 2024. Want to check it out? The link is in the show notes. In other news, Miriam Kukunaishvili made history by becoming the first conductor to win both the Pavo Harvey Scholarship and the International Audience Vote at this year's Conductors Academy of the Tonhal Orchestra that took place in Zurich on Friday the 18th. The Georgian participant, who is the co-founder and music director of the Tbilisi Youth Orchestra, earned both the prestige of working with the acclaimed Estonian conductor as part of the Jarvi Academy at the Parni Music Festival and a thousand Swiss franc prize money. He was announced as a double winner following the closing concert of the 2022-2023 Academy, which brought six conductors to develop their skills over the course of three days. Major Kaka Galatze announced on Tuesday the 22nd that a dozen of Tbilisi's metro stations will have upgraded infrastructure with the financial support of the Asian Development Bank, which loaned $16 million for the project. Four of the stations will have new entrances as well. He also said the project will include a renovation of a background infrastructure for 12 metro facilities in the city. The facilities will also be adapted for people with disabilities. While the ruling party leaders keep announcing new projects or major plans, Georgia's loans are also adding up. On Tuesday the 22nd, the government took a 19 million lorry or $34 million domestic loan by selling treasury bonds. The Minister of Finance, while presenting the budget projects in the Parliament, named the interest rate as an argument for taking the debt in lorry. According to the Minister, the interest rates on the international markets are increasing 
while Larry is decreasing. So this trend is favorable for reducing the vulnerability of debt to foreign risks. And that's it for this week. Another quick question. How are we doing on bikes? Axe grinding? We try to be independent and stick to the facts and context with favor and fear of none. How are we doing? Do we seem even a tiny bit biased? Tell us at georgia at workshop.com. Nakvandis! Like